Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Hey, I want to thank all of our listeners and sponsors of the show. Without you, the show would not be possible. We so appreciate the reviews and ratings, which increases awareness in our effort to grow the fan base of the cowboy, rodeo, and Western lifestyle culture. If you are new to the show or have been a listener for a while and have just not had the opportunity to rate and review the podcast, it's really simple. Just trot your pony over to the iTunes Apple podcast, click on the show, scroll down to rate and review, and give us a five-spur rating. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as many other platforms where you listen to podcasts. Just type Modern Cowboy Podcast into the search bar to subscribe, listen, rate, and review. And if you are interested in being a sponsor of the show to showcase your business, DM us on Instagram at Modern Cowboy Podcast or message us on our website, www.moderncowboypodcast.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Uh, we are uh, recording this today from the NRS Ranch event center in uh, Decatur. I'm down here for a few weeks and I just had a great opportunity to meet this guy we've got on the phone. I've followed his career uh, over the years and I'm just a huge, huge fan. And so I was really surprised and just excited when, when I saw him uh, in the arena there. It was during the ABBI uh, event here at the NRS uh, Ranch Event Center and uh, Got to talk and introduce myself, and and he agreed to come on. So just super excited to have him on. So Ross Coleman, hey, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Hey, thank you, sir, Dan. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it very much. How are you? How, how's everybody today? Good, good, good. You know, I'm like like I said, I've just I've been a huge fan of yours for years, and you know, watched your career, and and I I seen you there. The, the one thing about Ross that, that I've always just admired over the years is, I mean, you just have this pure cowboy look. I mean, everything about you. I mean, just it's just is it's just so awesome and so cool. And I saw you there, man, and, and you're tall and you're handsome and 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 you're a hand and I just I was just just so excited. And so if if you would just um you know tell the listeners uh you know how you got started in, in the cowboy lifestyle and and how you ended up uh you know bull riding. Well um you know I grew up on a ranch uh, thank you though for telling me all that bragging on me. I appreciate that, man. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. But anyways, no, I grew up on a ranch in Oregon. Um, I grew up on a pretty good sized ranch in, in the great Northwest in a little town called Malala, Oregon. And my dad had me, my three older sisters and my younger brother outside every day, cowboying or farming or ranching or working. And, uh, it's funny you say that, uh, you know, everything's about me, cowboy, whatever, and which that's true today. But I guarantee you, being about a teenage kid growing up on the ranch, the last thing I want to do was punch cows all day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it got to be where it'd be all right if we'd have a couple of buddies over or something and we could raise a little heck or something every now and then while we're working cattle or whatever. But you know, it's funny how things change in the world and when you grow up a little bit, like I have now, I'm 40 now, but uh, 
I grew up on a ranch in Oregon and I was seriously blessed with a, an awesome family. My mom and dad were, uh, they were worked their butt off, you know, for, mm-hmm. for us kids. We went to every junior rodeo you could ever imagine, every high school rodeo you can want to go to. My dad gave us facilities um, from good horses, first off, mm-hmm. uh, lots of livestock from bucking cattle to bucking horses. My three older sisters, they all rodeoed, so they did all the, the women events, you know, the girl events throughout junior rodeo and high school rodeo and college rodeo. So every single weekend, if we were, uh, if we had something going on, we were probably at a rodeo somewhere, somehow. And, uh, you know, when I was a young kid growing up, also, my dad, well, my dad rode professionally also in the West Coast. Uh, he was a professional bareback rider. Very, he was pretty damn good at it, too. Uh-huh. for many years and he ended up uh he never did make the nfr but he he rode really well never did travel too awful far he went to california and then some of the rodeos out most all the rodeos in the west coast uh he rode bulls a little bit too but uh he grew up uh in saint paul oregon and he's one of uh nine or ten brothers and sisters that and so my grandma and grandpa had a uh, had 10 kids and, uh, they were very busy farming all their life. And, uh, so my dad grew up farming all his life. And as soon as the rodeo world come up, come apart for him, he kind of snuck out of the farming world and started, started rodeoing a little bit and, uh, did pretty good. And by the time I was, you know, of age to kind of start learning about my rodeo world of whatnot, I need to do, uh, my dad, uh, he kind of helped me out quite a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, it was pretty good. To, it was pretty good to have. I don't know how to explain it. I guess you could say he spoiled us into a way with livestock and work and horses and bulls and stuff. Um, like today, it's it's funny. Like we spoil our kids in a way where we give them every opportunity we can to let them be baseball players or basketball players or football or sports and whatnot. But when I was younger, it was pretty much work or rodeo or, you know, or practice or whatever. And and I, uh, but I enjoyed it. Hell, it wasn't like it was, it wasn't like it was, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun for me. I enjoyed every part of it. So my dad ran the rodeo too in St. Paul, Oregon for, it still does pretty much. The St. Paul Rodeo in Oregon is a huge rodeo. So when I was young, I uh, I got to hang out at the St. Paul Rodeo a bunch, and it was really cool. My dad's name's Steve Coleman, but he uh, he's very well known in the, in the rodeo world of you know in the late seventies and or mid seventies and and early eighties and whatnot. But um, it was pretty awesome growing up around the St. Paul Rodeo because uh it was cool to see like all those superstars show up come rodeo time i remember i'd be there every single perf just on the back of the bucking shoes just waiting on those superstars to come by just to try to get an autograph or or uh you know shake hands and just kind of mingle around them a little bit so absolutely i was a i was pretty glad i was pretty blessed you know as a as a young as a young cowboy um being around some of the very best in the game, you know, I remember Ty Murray tells a story that uh, I was about seven or eight years old walking 
walking around the bucket shoots there, following Ty Murray everywhere he'd go. I just follow his ass around. <laughs> and uh, he said that he'll tell you a story if you ever talk to Ty. He'd be like, "Yeah, one time Ross is just following me around in the bucket shoots, and and I he's walking walking around warming up, you know, kind of stretching out and whatnot." And he said I'd be walking, and then I'd stop. Ty said, and then. If I'd stop, Ross would just run right into the back of me <laughs> because I was a little guy just following him wherever he'd go. And uh, and that's pretty damn true because he was my hero for sure. And uh, he still is today. Hell, he's an awesome cowboy. He's he's by far the, the best cowboy I've ever met, the most athletic, talented, hardworkingest cowboy I've ever met too. So he's pretty awesome. So. It's so pretty now, cool doing that when I was young, you know, being around those guys. Absolutely. So when, when did you, I mean, I'm sure you did a lot of different events, but when did you settle in that, you know, you wanted to ride bulls? And when, what, what, what got you on that? What hooked you about that, pun intended there? <laughs> well, you know, um, like I said, we go to all the junior rodeos and whatnot, and shoot, we, uh, we rode bucking ponies to calves to every single event we'd be entered in every single event when we're junior rodeo mm -hmm. and then all the way through that all the way through high school rodeo i was in every single event also um so all the way through high school rodeo um it started clicking bull riding bareback riding was my first my first love i enjoyed bareback riding so much because i was good at it mm -hmm. at a young age i was good at bareback riding when i was about you know 14 15 years old i started clicking and really getting a hold of them horses, which bareback riding, the, the sport of bareback riding, people don't understand how awesome it really is. I mean, yeah, it's physically demanding on you, uh -huh. but I guarantee it was my first love. And uh, so I did that, and I did saddle bronc riding, and I did bull riding in the, in the high school rodeo and college rodeo. I went to college after high school. I had quite a bit of success in the, college, in the high school level. Um, I was a sophomore in high school. I went to reserve all around at the national high school finals. Uh, then when I was a senior, I ended up winning the national title in the all around division, doing all, all my events, you know, from cutting horses to rough stock to calf roping, to team roping, all of it. So, mm -hmm. um, I enjoyed every part of that. Um, but then it got serious for me after my high school and college, I went to college, I went to UNLV for a year. All throughout high school rodeos and whatnot, that's where I met Justin McBride, which was my buddy. We went to, to uh, college together. We went to college at UNLV, and UNLV was Las Vegas. It's a great rodeo program. We went out there for a year. Me and Justin both did, and and I had a lot of success there too in the region and and in the national title there. I won the I won the college finals and all around title there too, riding all three rough stock events only. And then um, from then on, I went to the pro rodeo level, and I enjoyed every part about the pro rodeos in the in the West Coast. I didn't go too hard. Mm -hmm. I went to a couple winter rodeos um, for that year. Of, I guess it was 99, 98, 99. Right. And I had a lot of su success in the Columbia River Circuit, and then I had quite a bit of uh, luck, too, just in the pro rodeo world in the bareback riding and bronc riding and bull riding. My, my hero was Ty Murray, you know. Right. Like I said, and I wanted to be like Ty, so so I did all three events, and I rode I rode barebacks pretty good, and I rode bulls pretty good. I was starting to click in the bull riding world. My bronc riding w wasn't quite as good, 
but at times I remember that I made some outstanding bronc rides where I wish I would have, you know, I could have really focused on that somewhat more if I would have been around it more. But I, uh, I hit a lick in 99 on the PBR tour. I hit a lick in, on the PBR tour and ended up making the PBR finals barely that last year. I remember going to a last tour and pro. I went to a couple of built for tough events that year. And I was like, so amazed. I was just like big time, you know, rookie around that whole situation. And, and by the, by somehow I snuck into the PBR finals, like very last hole in 1999. Uh-huh. And, uh, I remember, I remember my dad telling me that that year, all, I mean, all my life, all I want to do is go to the NFR, just be the NFR all around champion like Ty Murray. Right. But I guarantee you after that PBR finals that year, 99, it was the most amazing PBR finals. First off that I can ever remember. It was that year they rode like, 10 or 15 90 plus point rides in one perf mm-hmm. and uh and i was like my dad we went to that whole entire week you know i had i did pretty good i won i went to go around out there and, and then i uh also you know placed in a couple did okay won quite a bit of cash mm-hmm. but i get done with the with the finals that that year and my dad says you know what i think you might want to take this pbr deal pretty serious he said this rodeo i know you want to be a rodeo cowboy and you want to be a nfr guy and all that's great but i think you're successful enough here in this pbr world that you might want to take it serious and start really focusing on that and and, uh i dang sure respect my dad enough and listen to him and look up to him and and from then on from you know 90 from 2000 on all i cared about was going pbrs and, and uh it was pretty good ride pretty good journey let me tell you yeah and in, and how many how many years were you active in the pbr well in the pbr i guess i made the finals in 99 and then i was done riding in 2011 i uh, didn't i guess i i don't think i made the finals in 2011 so i guess i would have made what's that 11 11 finals or 11 mm-hmm. or 12 finals in a row i made yeah and uh, i was lucky enough and um, I had plenty of injuries right. throughout that whole setup, but and surgeries too here and there. But I was really, really uh, blessed compared to a lot of guys. You know, I I got by and made a lot of PBR finals in in a row right there, and and won some money, won quite a bit of money, and had a good career, and got to watch the PBR grow to what it is today, from '99 to see it just get ba- bigger and better and tv and sponsors and money and money and and yeah. bull power and, and just everything grow in the pbr was was a great journey just to watch that but uh i uh i uh man i was i was seriously blessed like that's my whole like my whole family today and my wife and my kids whatever like i wouldn't i wouldn't have been able to meet them if i wasn't in the pbr you know what i mean there i'll I owe everything to the PBR. The PBR has been amazing for me and my family and, and for bull riders in general. So yeah. it's been pretty cool. Yeah. And, and the sport of rodeo and, and just the entire cowboy and rodeo and Western lifestyle culture. I, I think it's awesome as well. Now, you know, you know, bull riding your career, you, you, you know, you retire young out of that. So, I mean, you're only 40 now. So, you know, going back seven years or whatever or so, uh, you were young. Did you, did you, and, and when you decided to stop, was it because 
you were getting to the point where, man, you know, this, this really does wreak havoc on my body a little bit or what, what was the decision that the final decision when you decided, Hey, I'm going to just going to hang up my bull rope and, and do something else. Well, I was, uh, I was in 2011. I was just going through the motions. I, uh, me and my wife, Amy, my, I, I met my wife, Amy through the PBR through Cody and Leanne Lambert, mm-hmm. which they, you know, Cody, he's run the PBR forever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he's a good big time hero of mine and a good friend of mine, but, uh, that's who that's how I met my wife Amy is through them and and anyways uh me and my wife we shoot she she rode went to the PBRs with me for many years too throughout the end of my career and and we travel every weekend and whatnot and then we had our first boy Cooper in Oregon when we lived in Oregon and then we had our second boy Cruz in Oregon so it was and I was still going on the weekends and bull riding and just going and working and and bull riding turned into work instead of turned into my passion. You know right. what I mean? In a way. Right. So I was just, uh, I was kind of going at it thinking more like it was a job in a way, thinking mm-hmm. about money, thinking about sponsors, thinking about, uh, life after bull riding and family now and all that. So all my bull riding was just mediocre at the time. You know what I mean? In a way. Mm-hmm. I was getting by just fine. I was top five in the world many times. I won a couple million bucks in the bull riding world. I was second in the world one year. Um, but I never I never won the world, which I wish I could have could have, should have, would have. Right. But I know I know I had a lot of good success, but at the end of my career I was you know, if you're thirty years old and you're still riding bulls, you're an old man. <laughs> right. In the P V R level. In the PBR level. You know what I mean? Right. But I know uh so I was, you know, mid thirties or so starting to or early thirties, mid thirties and starting to think more about think a lot more things down the in my future instead of just bull riding right then. And and if you ever have any thoughts in your mind, if you're going to be a bull rider and you're thinking you're going to be a, how do I explain it? Thinking that you're going to make it your job right. per se or whatever, or like have a career out of it and think about that stuff then you're doing it for all for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Right. And, and when I was doing it at, when I was young and, and successful at it, I was doing it because I craved it because I loved it. Not because I just could not wait to get to the next event to see which brain where I could spur on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's, that's the way I, I mean, so I got to riding and I got hurt quite a bit. I had a bunch of serious concussions in the bull riding world and PBR and, my wife and I got kids now and, and then I just you know I was kind of looking for a way out and mm-hmm. I tell you what I called Cody Lambert on the phone one time after one of my con- one of my many concussions back east somewhere mm-hmm. and I said hey uh I said when do you know when it's time when you're done he said if you're already thinking about being done it's already time <laughs> you know what I mean yeah and that's so true and it's yeah. so true I think and uh it ended up I uh, rode for a while too, and I was at Nampa. I still rode for a little bit after that, and I was at Nampa, Idaho, and I got bucked off a bull and flipped upside down and hit the back of the bucket chutes hard, and the uh, I broke a bunch of bones in my collarbone, the shoulder, and all sorts of stuff. Dislocated my shoulder, tore my rotator cuff, tore my labrum, had another concussion. So I woke up with a broke down arm and shoulder and whatnot and uh dislocated and whatnot too and 
had my concussion. They finally popped me back in, and then I go see the doc after that, and I have a a real serious uh, surgery on that shoulder, and he fixed up. You know, Doctor Tandy Freeman fixed me all up like he always does. But uh, boy, I tell you what, after that, I was like, I'm. That's a sign right there. I'm for <laughs> sure done. And that was in 2011. Yeah. So, but I had a great career, and I loved every bit of it. But um, a lot of my success in the PBR world was because of my cowboy uh cowboy lifestyle that I grew up kind of hard hard working kind of ranch raised right um kind of guy you know what I mean and more cowboy the the more times you um yeah there's a lot of different ways you can get by bulls and do all this perfect little form and whatnot and do all these perfect little magic moves that are out there you think but cowboy try kind of gets you by a lot more than right. most of it Right, exactly. So I learned a lot of that from Ty Murray and from my buddy Justin McBride and from my dad. Yeah. For years, FSR Cattle Company has been known for their premium roping cattle, used and endorsed by multiple world champions and NFR qualifiers. But did you know that FSR is also the home of quality rope horses for all levels, from professional team roping to the novice level? A trip to Weatherford, Texas and to the FSR headquarters will give you a variety of horses to choose from. FSR Cattle Company will arrange transport for your new horse back home and a free ride back to the airport for you. For your convenience, we accept credit cards for all horses found at FSR. We strongly believe in matching team ropers with horses they can work and win with. So when you back in the box on a horse you found at FSR Cattle Company, you know you're mounted to win. Visit us online at fsrcattlecompany.com or in the office at 817-598-1222 and let us help find your next winner. Again, that's fsrcattlecompany.com. Well, you know, and you talked about how, how the PBR has grown and, and, and just gotten so big and just the, the scale is is crazy and it's in, and it's exciting. You know, that's what this podcast is about too. It's just about continuing to, you know, grow and expand the the fan base of the cowboy rodeo and Western lifestyle and culture and let people know about it more. And because, you know, we are in a, you know, an ever shrinking world where more urban areas are growing out. And, you know, it, it, although in Decatur, you wouldn't know it because this place is like heaven on earth. I'll tell you, it's a, it's an awesome place. And, and the, the event that you were at over the weekend, the ABBI, you want to just speak to that just a little bit about that and, and, you know, what you, what you're doing, your job there and kind of how that works. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I used to work for the ABBI for for a couple a year or two when I was done with the bull riding. Mm-hmm. I helped them sell some bulls or whatnot. And then that whole program died off, so I quit work. Well, I was done working for the ABBI then, but Jay Doherty's still a good friend of mine, and and he hired me on just to come rope bulls mm-hmm. at that event. So it was good. I got to rope bulls with Hunter Newsom too, which is Frank Newsom's son, and Frank Newsom is a superstar if you don't know who that is and absolutely you know, yeah <laughs> you don't know what bull riding's all about or bull fighters but it was good because uh i got to bring three of my good horses there that were green to that event too mm-hmm. and yeah. all the the bucking bulls and the bucking horses and whatnot but uh it was great because jay hired me on to come help them out with that event and it was a fraternity and and they had a derby going on too which would be a two-year-old bucking bull uh, competition where they bucked those bulls with dummies on their backs and they had bucking horses too which was outstanding to see and yeah. uh, a sport that's growing also 
for the ABBI and the Bucking Horse program. But but uh, it was great. I enjoyed every part of it. Getting out there with Hunter was my favorite too because Hunter's 19 years old. He's a big, strong kid uh, from Oklahoma. He's Frank's boy. And uh, he ropes outstanding. Um, it was fun to see him handle a rope, and he roped a bunch of those bulls out. And I helped him with a couple, and I got to trot around there, and we – we kind of eased those horses out. It was pretty fun. It was a good event, and, and uh, wow, it was a good long day. We bucked a lot of bulls and bucked a lot of horses, but I uh, I enjoyed every bit of it because I got my horses worked out good and, and uh, got to enjoy watching Hunter Newsom rope too, so it was fun. Well, that's that's I did not know that that was his son. That was and I and I saw him out there with you, and I just I wasn't sure who it was, but that's uh, exciting to know because Frank Newsom is a guy that I just, just have watched his career and just absolutely love him. And, and talk about tough. That guy's tough as they come, huh? You called it right there, man. <laughs> he is, he is by far one of the toughest or the toughest guy I've ever met in my life. Um, um, it's so cool. It's so cool that, uh, that the PBR, the PBR attracts guys like that. It's yeah. great to have them around. I mean, it's like Ty Murray, put that guy down, you know, like the King. Right. Of all the Cowboys, Cody Lambert, and he's still Cody Lambert's still working his butt off for the PBR. Yeah, and then you get the bullfighting world. You got guys like back in the day, Rob Smith, and you got Joe Baumgartner, and now you got Frank Newsom. Yeah, and Frank Newsom's still going, and he's still kicking butt, and still helping all of us bull riders out so much. And and we, those bull riders, don't understand how good they got it when those guys <laughs> are around. Because that that means a whole bunch. Because there can be some serious wrecks, and there has been, and and there will be a yeah. bunch. And it's good to have guys around like Frank. Yeah. And uh, and just the PBR in general. The PBR is the best of the best. I mean, yeah. that's where you're going to go see the the world's top athletes and and the toughest cowboys in the world. So I enjoy and I enjoy just being around those guys too. It's just like. You know what I mean? Just the electricity in the air. You yeah. just feel it. The adrenaline in the air. And, and it's just so much fun. And that's why I think I owe all my success to is because I was always around the best kind of world champion slash best cowboys in the world from Ty, Tough, Razor, Jim Sharp, Justin yeah. McBride, Cody Lambert. I always tried to mingle and be a part of their world in a way yeah. and uh of course i was for many years when i was on the pbr world and pbr tour but but uh being around those guys i mean chris shivers and Justin mcbride and jb mooney even when he showed up i mean it's just amazing to see and and be a part of that world and and the uh you know the 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 founders of the pbr aaron Seamus, all these guys jerome davis jw hart i mean i'm a i'm really if you uh how do I explain it? They'll damn sure they'll damn sure tell you if you screw up. You know what right. I mean? They ain't right. gonna put no butter on none none of it. Right. Right. So if you're gonna be hanging around them, you're only gonna get better. So I always try to hang around I always say you're only as good as your company. And I damn sure have been around great company all my life. And and uh now that I'm done in the bull riding world and and uh trying to do what I do now, I try to hang around some badass cowboys and and uh learn something new every day yeah you know what i mean 
Absolutely. Well, yeah, they say you're the sum total of the five people that you hang around with the most. And obviously, you know, it uh, had a huge impact on you. You have had a great career and, and still do, you know, doing what you do now. And talking about what you do now, I mean, so you cowboy and you, you got a ranch, you raise cattle, you, you raise some horses, you, you, you put on some team ropings. Is that what you're doing now mostly or? Yes, sir. That's exactly what I'm doing. Um, I think I'm pretty much a baseball man here lately. It seems oh. like <laughs> every week, every weekend or every other day, I think we're at the baseball field, which is great. And I love it. I love watching my boys play baseball. Um, I've got 11 year old boy, Cooper, Cooper mm-hmm. Teague Coleman, middle name named after Tom Teague. And then I got Cruz Coleman, which is my nine year old. And then I got Crease. Chris McCray Coleman and he's he's six. Yeah. He's wide open. <laughs> and so, anyways, we uh, we uh, we're very very active in all all the sports. We uh, we're playing baseball a bunch right now. Chris and Cruz they ride some calves and steers around every now and then at little junior bull riding deals in Decatur or Saginaw wherever we go. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then Cooper he's big time into football and baseball and basketball and and we uh we do whatever they want to do and uh we're very active in the sports world and uh they all know how to rope and ride pretty good they ride a horse well yeah but um when it comes down to it they really enjoy the sports world right now and and i'm not going to push anything on them if they want to take off and be a bronc rider or a bull rider or a roper or whatever they want to do i'm going to try to help them um whichever way i can you know what i mean Absolutely. So it's been it's been awesome. My wife Amy has been, I guarantee you, she's like a guardian angel over me. She's been taking care of me so long. For she takes care of the kiddos and just works her butt off. And just uh, we I'm seriously blessed with a great family. So, um, so being so done with the bull riding world now, it's uh for me. I train colts. I start a couple colts for some guys. Some good friends of mine work for Boot Barn and work for Filson Clothing. So I tour around a lot in the West Coast, and and we do some cowboy work and take some photos, which is great. They kind of keep me busy with that mm-hmm. situation. And then um, I just been I'm putting on the team roping here in about a week and a half, which is just an awesome jackpot that a lot of good sponsors of mine from the PBR world still help out a little bit on that situation. And we put on an awesome team roping over here in Henrietta, Texas. Um, my wife's mom and dad are great people um and that's where kind of where i kind of got started in the horse training world that time i was crippled up after my surgery my father-in-law perry lee which is a very well-known cowboy in texas um just an outstanding athlete back in his day and great roper still today um he brought me colt i remember when i was crippled up with my arm when i lived here in texas we moved to texas from oregon mm-hmm. in 2011. it's pretty crazy i moved to texas I had Three kids, three mortgages, and no job. And I moved to Texas. <laughs> so it put things in perspective for me for a little bit. But I guarantee you, it's been a great ride and a great journey just being a cowboy and doing what I do and, and learning the horse world from my father in law. He brought me a colt, and I remember I was crippled up. I'm like, how do you expect me to be working on this cold he said this one might take a little while on ground anyway so don't be worrying about getting on his back <laughs> just work on it for on the ground for a little bit which now i've learned in the cold starting world and horse training world if you get in a hurry 
you're damn sure probably going to get yourself in a bind. Right. And, uh, it's been, it's been pretty awesome there in the horse world for me. I've the, about the last three years, I worked for a guy named Chris Littlefield right here in Henrietta, Texas. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the best hands and best cowboys I've ever met in my life and great roper himself. And, uh, he's taught me so much in the horse world and just being a cowboy in general. It's funny, you know, I grew up on a ranch in Oregon and we roped calves and drug them to the fire all every year in Oregon. And, and we uh, worked a lot of horseback in Oregon and whatnot, but, uh, the real cowboy way of doing things like they do in Texas and North Texas and West Texas is amazing to me. I've learned something new every time I get around these guys. They're some of the best hands I've ever seen in my life from Chris Littlefield to a bunch of other hands of his buddies and, and people that I get to be around. And, and uh, I, I still get to hang out with Cody Lambert and Justin McBride. I see them about every Wednesday. I try to make it over to Lambert's house and he's got a nice indoor pen where we work horses and, do some cowboying and rope a little bit. And, and uh, J.W. Hardy brings over some bucking bulls every now and then. We buck a couple bulls. But uh, I've uh, I've been pretty successful in my world of, of bull riding. But I guarantee in the cowboy world, I've learned something new every day still today, and I still am. So I enjoy it. It's been good. That's great. That's great. Hey, let's uh, talk about the the work you do for Boot Barn and and, and Filson. You're doing now. You're doing some modeling for them, right? Some photo shoots and stuff. Right. Yeah, I guess you could call it modeling, um, but it's more cowboy work. It's more like we'll have horses and we'll just rope and rope and ride and a couple couple green ones every now and then. A buck and blow around a little bit, and they'll take some photos of that. It's pretty cool. So that's kind of the main the main objective. A good buddy of mine, Chris Douglas, he. He's one of the boss men at Filson. He runs all the marketing department, which Filson Jackets and Clothing is is a company out of Seattle, Washington. They've been around for over a hundred years, and they're uh, they're damn sure got some good first class material. They're like they're you know expensive enough, but you get what you pay for with their clothing, and they're kind of you know warm kind of. They got everything from hunting to outdoorsmen to kind of workwear, and now they're kind of getting into cowboy wear a little bit, but. But uh, it's been great, man. And Boot Barn, too, they've been, you know, they've got, they've bought a lot of Western stores all over the world or all over the country. And, and I've been able to help them out quite a bit in the last couple of years. And, and it's been really good to, to kind of keep me busy and and uh, keep things rolling and train a couple of horses on the side and try to rope. I've been roping a lot here lately and uh, learning a lot in the roping world. And uh, just enjoy every bit of it. So just uh, just working at it. So that's what yeah, we do. That's awesome. Hey, so do you, do you have a, a favorite hat brand or maker or something that you like? Oh, of course, yes, sir. Resist all, resist all hats, man. Has been uh, they've been my sponsor back when I was riding, and uh, I actually we did a little photo shoot for Resist All. Me and my my boys, all three of my boys which was a little laid back photo shoot right here at my house. And my dad even came along. My dad was here for the American rodeo and, and was, and was able to uh, take a couple photos of him too, for the, for the resist all photo shoot we got to do. And Ricky Bowling, he runs the, the hat program. He's a ring of honor member of the PBR and an old school bull rider and just a good friend and good people. And, and uh, damn sure helped me out all my life and still do today. That's awesome. How about boots? You got a favorite boot brand? You know what? My boots 
um, Ariat Boots has helped sponsor my, my team roping a little bit, but I know my boots are made by one of the PBR judges, Dean Randolph. He's old PBR judge, old bull rider back in the day, and he's at Amarillo, and he makes a pair of handmade boots that are outstanding. Uh, I've been through about three soles on them already, but they're they're tough, and they're they're damn sure good good handmade boots out of Dean Randolph out of, out of Amarillo. So that's kind of my man there. And then Cinch Clothing. Cinch Clothing, I've been with them all my life, and, and they helped me sponsor my roping a little bit too. And Cactus Ropes, I tell you what, Cactus Ropes has been outstanding. Mr. Barry Berg has been helping me out with the ropes for many years. And and uh, it's funny, you start roping a lot. You think, you know, back in the day, I mean, heck, those ropes cost 40-some bucks a pop, right? Right. <laughs> but if you don't have a good-feeling rope, I guarantee you that you, it's hard to catch sometimes. And those <laughs> yep. newer ropes, those newer ropes, those good cactus ropes, man, those swaggers and those mojos feel outstanding to me. And and uh, I enjoy roping so much more here lately. And, and the best part about the roping world for me lately, too, has been the horsemanship and learning a lot of horsemanship from Chris Littlefield and, and getting to actually – work a horse and get them patterned the right way and making my own rope horses and making my own horses mm-hmm. has been a, has been a humbling experience at times, but it's been outstanding because a damn sure rope better when you're mounted. Right. You know what I mean? So absolutely. Absolutely. We're getting close to the end of our time here, but uh, so I got, I got one more question. Your favorite cowboy movie of all time. If you can, if you can pick one. The Cowboys. We watch it every night. <laughs> yeah. I love I love I love Lonesome Dove. I love Lonesome Dove, but we watch the Cowboys every night. Me and my boys when we get ready to go to bed, we we turn on the, the Cowboys, a John Wayne movie. And yep. we love watching that bronc riding scene of old crazy Alice and then we go to bed. So that's what we do about every night. So that's so awesome. There you go. That's so awesome. Hey, Ross. Hey, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and, and share everything you've shared with the listeners. Uh, again, I was I was so excited to to meet you this weekend here. And uh, and now I'm even more excited to, to, uh, that I know that that was Frank Newsom's son. What's his, what's his name? Hunter? Hunter. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah Hunter. Yeah, so that's, that's very cool. And uh, I'll tell you, I'll be, I'll be down around this area. I'd love to come out and check out some of your uh, horse training. I'd love to I'd love to come see that. Well, you're more than welcome anytime. Yes, sir. Just call me and come on out. We'll get after it. We'll rope. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks again, Ross. I'm, I really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll uh, we'll be seeing you here in, in the not-too-distant future on some more of those boot barn ads. <laughs> Sounds good to me, man. Thank you, sir. And we'll be in touch. All right. Thanks, Ross. Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer Saddle up old rock and ice down a cooler I drive that old back road until it ends At the roping pen We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs $20,000 horses, then there's my own stick Although we're all the same the minute we ride in to the roping pen 
can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers And we'll tell a few lies Kick back in the saddle And philosophize Most of life's problems Yeah, we're gonna solve them Down at the roping pen Yeah, we don't do it for the money You were always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope Now he's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the roping pen And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack If you can back it up Oh, but we're all friends no matter who wins, down at the roping pen. Well, I ain't no player speed, but I give her hell. Hey, you never can tell. Someday I just might be. We'll turn another pair of steers, tell a few more lies. Drink another beer and hypothesize most of life's problems. By God, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. We'll see y'all again next weekend down at the roping pen. Down at the roping pen.